Welcome to Brightly You Radiant Being, the show that wildly recognizes, encourages, and invests in the radiance we all carry so you can shine your brightest. We're just a couple curious people interested in friendship, ideas, and personal development. This is a show that strives to speak to the curious, to those who long to explore new ways of thinking, reflecting, and being. Through sharing our experiences, friendship, and interests, we hope to impact you to step more brightly into yourself, inch by inch. Hey, Amy, how are Hi, you Tracy. on this sunny, beautiful day? Yeah, it, it is, a, at least the day we're recording this, it's a sunny, beautiful day. That it's helps with, yeah, yeah, that it, oh, it felt just like rain, 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 rain. Um, oh, and I'm not, it's totally okay if the rain bums you out, I get it, but I'm not one of those person, people who assigns like morality to weather, like it's not good or bad. Morality to weather. <laughs> it's just wet, like I, we need it, like rain to me is like. it's it's helping everything grow it's helping everything turn greener it's healthy you know like and I mean I I like a dark and stormy cloudy day sometimes (laughs) yeah no I totally agree the other night I see it, it it breaking up yeah the other night I had a dream and in my dream I was complaining about the rain and the person in my dream said no, this is good. We need this rain. I said, it's been raining for like seven days. He said, no, that was just a mist. I don't, I have no idea. I, First I, of all, who knows? you got sassy people in your dream. That's really yeah. <laughs> telling me off. But I just, I just read or heard somebody say recently, like, do you notice the weather in your dreams? And I gotta say, I don't, I don't think I ever have, but you not only noticed it, but were critiquing it and wanted it to change. But then this person set me on the right track. That was only missed. I was like, oh, okay. Then I guess we do need this rain. We do need this rain. Yeah. It's a sign, you know, spring is coming. Exactly. And so speaking of inch by inch with our little opener, we are inching into spring mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. Did you ever watch the Disney Bambi cartoon? Yes. The movie. Yes. And when everything's waking up and they're playing that delightful music and, and like the, the flowers are waking up and the animals are waking up from their hibernation and every, it's like the rain is coming down, not just a mist. <laughs> rain. Yeah, exactly. You've got the music. And so it's like, Oh, it's like playtime, right? Oh, playtime. That's a great word for spring. I love it, right? And the cool thing is that this is considered so when we talk about when we talk about like the wheel of the year um and we've got the big ones, right? Like the spring equinox, just like when we were talking about Imbolc, Beltane is 6 weeks past the spring equinox. And then six weeks later will be the summer solstice. So this is our midway point, our high spring. And guess what? Summer is coming. So (laughs) So that's what I love love about the wheel of the year and kind of viewing viewing your calendar year um, or not not even calendar year, but um, 
in just six weeks sprints, right? Yeah. So let's say New Year's came and went and you didn't do New Year's resolutions. And then, you know, the spring equinox came and maybe you didn't hold true to anything that you're going to do. It May 1st, you got another shot. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. I love it. This I one, love it. This one's fun to me. You know, like I like the inwardness of Yule around the December, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the Northern hemisphere, the, the winter solstice. I love mm-hmm. how inward that is and how you, you don't really have to share it. You can just kind of plant seeds. But what, what I like about Beltane and, and the May 1st, you know, transition of the wheel of the year, not only that it's that midpoint, we're almost to summer, you know, from spring started halfway, halfway there, but it's just like, you get to bloom, like whatever you were planting, whatever you want to plant, it's time to like really nurture it and like, let that come out. I love that. It's time to bloom. I feel like we're going to have to do another um, episode on a brighten up or something. (laughs) And And you know, like just being more extroverted in what you're doing and letting, you know, not necessarily, you don't have to tell everybody what your goals are, but letting, showing off some of your progress, showing off some of your work, starting to talk about it, starting to, to live it a little bit more. Yeah. I love that. So I feel like, um, as we're, you know, literally planting our gardens, we can start showing off what we're starting to harvest in our lives. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because this time of year, right. And, and, and then into summer and then into late fall is, is about growth, right? So it's not about, you know, May 1st, you know, being like, oh, these were my new year's resolutions or these were, are my goals. And like, here I am world. Like, that's not, that's not the part of the blooming. This is like growing, you know, and Mm -hmm. growing into that. Um, you don't have to pop out, you know, mid spring fully actualized in whatever you're doing, (laughs) whether you're glowing up, brightening up or whatever, like, it's just, it's about celebrating new life. Right. And, and, in in you know, the past year that we've, we've had, the world's starting to reopen, you know? And, and Mm -hmm. so we can, there's like that double meaning to celebrating new life right now too. Yeah. The other thing too. So just to be, I'm going to do a little bit of tradition here, just just around Beltane. It's actually a Celtic tradition. So think Ireland, Scotland, that kind of thing. Right. Um, And Bell, I found out. So Beltane, B-E-L-T-A-N-E is one way to spell it, but the Celtic root word bell means bright. We planned it. <laughs> uh, no, seriously. Okay, bright or fortunate, but isn't that cool? So it can also be like lucky fire. Um, and Ooh. yeah, isn't that? Ooh. I know spring it is a fire festival. Bonfires, but yeah, almost all of the Celtic these you know sabbats, the wheel of the year. Yes, go dance around a fire. Like it's a fire yes. Festival. And this one was it's so interesting. So and of course it's another fertility festival too. <laughs> Those. <laughs> Those crazy Celts. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) um, uh, they would, the Celtic people, um, Druids would, would actually light two fires and then they would lead the, the cattle between the fires. And that was to sort of cleanse them. That was to cleanse them, keep disease away, keep, keep fairies that were maybe malevolent away. 
Um, and so that was part of the fire festival. So some of the other things that are connected, like that we think about with belt with Beltane or May Day, like the Maypole, that actually came much later. And that was more in English. What oh, what do you know about that? Yeah, I know is so the Maypole, it's it's a very symbolically phallic, you know, the women dancing around a pole and, mm-hmm. and like you said about fertility, but how it actually started was they would dance around their fruit trees for abundance and giving their energy and helping to uh, a, a more bountiful harvest. Uh, I'm going to be dancing around my garden this spring. Go. That's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> I love that so much. But also, you know, Mayday, going back to our previous episode, it's also a great time, you know, we've now transitioned it into spreading kindness and, you know, ding dong ditching your neighbors with, you know, baskets full of goodies and plants and things like that. So that's a really practical way. You don't have to erect anything in your, in your yard. And if you don't have a garden or fruit trees, I mean, you can still dance and I encourage you to dance, but you can still market in in a semi-traditional way of put your house plants all together and dance around your house plants (laughs) with some candles or something representing the fire. And well, and I think that's another good point though, that you brought up like the whole May Day thing, the basket, because it's also this festival is also around the needs of the community. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, not to, not to do coming out of our homes, right? We're right. Coming out of our homes, thinking about our community, our neighborhoods, our family, our friends, what, what, whatever you see as your community. Um, And right now we have a lot of needs of Mm -hmm. the community um, that we're going through right now. So that's another thing to consider as well. So, for us today, besides getting your house plants all together in the middle of the room and dancing around them, um, I don't know, like, what, what are you, do you, are you thinking of doing anything? Like, what are your thoughts around it? What are you going to do? So I, you know, for this type of year, you know, I don't, I don't have a food or vegetable garden right now, but I do have gardens of flowers and shrubs. You know, I, I have, um, you know, a yard I heard recently, or I read the term yarden, <laughs> your yard and your garden, you're tending to your yarden. I've never heard that before. <laughs> but so what I like to do, you know, anytime I'm doing anything out in nature, but especially around my home and my garden and my plants is to just mm-hmm. bring that spirituality into what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And to bring the ritual into it and to just be really intentional with what I'm doing. And, and so right now I, you know, I'm, I'm working to clear away, um, you know, all, all the death from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I leave all of that, you know, so that the, you know, the little bit of nature I do have around here, the rabbits and the squirrels, they have food, they have shelter, you know, places to hide, things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm clearing that away, but because of all the rain that we were just talking about, I, I'm also, I'm way behind in nurturing the growth. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of green <laughs> popping up, but so right now, you know, also just calling in like, you, you know, I'm not going to dance around my front garden, maybe necessarily, but <laughs> it's just one way I like to market. Um, I also on these habits, I do some sort of nature walk and things like that. And last year I discovered, um, on this very public trail, a very hidden, beautiful fairy garden that somebody, it's very Celtic, there's stones, there's um, bird bass, there's actual like little fairy house things, but then it's just planted in a way that this is definitely was a, a very, it's more of a spiritual experience, I feel like. And so going in there, maybe setting some of my intentions 
um, and, and things like that. So we'll, we'll see, you know, I definitely this time of year and with Beltane, I do with the Celts, I think of fairies and I think of, uh, I think of, it's funny you brought up Bambi because I think of Fantasia and, and the fairies coming out and dancing. And there's that song where they're like going, there's like the ice fairies. And then there's the ones waking up the flowers and drinking the dew and things like that. And so to me, it's just like, you know, magic is out there waking up nature, Mm -hmm. (laughs) going out Mm -hmm. there and supporting them in that. Um, Love that. How about you? Do you have any sort of ritual yet with it or anything in mind? Well, so I've got a couple things in mind because this is the first year that I feel like I'm intentionally paying attention to it. Right. And, um, it feels like this grand discovery that I can just sort of reset things every six weeks <laughs> that, that I'm really appreciative that, that you sort of reminded me of this again. It's not that I had never heard of the wheel of the year, but I hadn't paid attention to mm-hmm. it. So for me, I've actually already started to do some things. Um, and of course we're, we're uh, recording this in the past. So Ooh. <laughs> you know, we're recording this in our listeners future <laughs> as John Green likes to say I love that and this in or in our future so they're yes. hearing this in our future yes we're, we're speaking in their past <laughs> yeah so one of the things that I've started to do is um actually talk to my plants more now I've always paid attention to my plants and I touch my plants and fluff my plants and clean my plants and do all kinds of stuff. But now I'm talking to them. The other thing that I've started to do, and I don't care what anyone thinks about this because I like it. I've started to put trinkets in my house plants. So these are things like maybe it's a beautiful shell, or maybe it's like a toy frog, or maybe it's something I'm, I've made like little table and chairs out of um, the metal that's around the champagne corks. I always make people give me those. And then I make little chairs, like little garden chairs out of them. And it's for the fairies. So I was just going to say, you're making indoor fairy gardens. But they're not really fairy gardens, but they are for the fairies. So one of the things you could do if you haven't already is you're supposed to leave them treats. They like sugary sweets. So on these sabbats, I have a tree trunk or a cut down tree mm-hmm. that I will. Cause I, cause so many, so many of these sabbats involve baking or cooking or making bread mm-hmm. or that. So I will mark them that way. And then whatever I make, I'll gift not only to my neighbors, but I'll put a couple out on the tree stumps. So I had heard that, but I hadn't done it yet. Squirrels take them either way. Yeah, but they know, they know who it's for. I will absolutely do that. And yeah, it's just, um, you know, for, for the Celtics, they call, oh, what do they call it? Um, Elementals. So leprechauns, fairies, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, even like, let's say nothing in nature takes it. You can still go out after a couple of days and dispose of it because the energy of it, it it's about gifting. It, it's like any, um, you know, a lot of, you know, Hindus leave, um, mm-hmm. what, what's the word I'm thinking of not gifts, but uh, I know what you're thinking. Sacrifices offerings. Yes. Offerings. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, making an offering to nature and mm-hmm. whatever magic is out there helping to yes. support it. Oops. So, so the other thing is I'm, um, before the rain, I've got some plants that are overgrown that I needed to separate Mm -hmm. and I talked to them first 
told them what was going to happen, told them where I was going to, you know, that I'm digging them up and I'm putting them over on this side of the house now and that they'll like the plants that are over there and that I will keep introducing them. (laughs) Like, I am just going to say, I know this might be uncomfortable, but you're going to have a new home and, and it'll all be good. And Rick will be happy because you won't be growing into his shed. So, so I'm just being more intentional with nature as far as like paying attention. Um, you know, I've always been in tune with trees. Like I always go up to trees and touch them and talk to them. them. Yeah. 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 So, but now it's like, I feel like I'm expanding my, my community of nature. (laughs) So interact with it. Absolutely. And I think that when you interact in a respectful way with nature, that nature will pay you back. I heard someone talking the other day about how mother earth has just about had it with us and is trying to like get rid of us. And, and so the better, um, uh, kind of relationship you have with mother earth, the more likely you'll stay. (laughs) Well, I mean, they do say humans are essentially an infection. Yes. An infection on, on the planet and, and yeah. growing. Um, and so I think whatever you can do to offset that uh, would be appreciated no matter what, what your beliefs. And like, let's say you're not as um, mystical as Amy and I are getting, you know, some ways you can mark this is to just go and sit outside on the bare ground and soak up the sun. Yeah. Know? Or even if you're walking, you know, uh, on concrete downtown, just find the sunny patch and just, you know, yeah. get vitamin D for a little bit. I love that. I, I have to tell a story about fairies though. Um, when I was little, uh, probably like five years old, we had a, a couple, like we had a really big front yards. Like we had one yard on this side of the driveway and another yard over here. And then kind of went up and that was another yard probably wasn't that big, but to a five-year-old, it was was huge. huge, Right. But our backyard was like, just this like little tiny strip of land. But my mom had put in, um, (laughs) yeah, she had put in like this concrete pond kind of thing with water and stuff. And then there was a St. Francis statue and, um, planted, there were two plum trees. And when the plums would, when, when there were blossoms, she would say to me, let's go look for fairies. So we would go in the backyard to the plum trees with their gorgeous blossoms and look for fairies. So I would say, if you have kids for May Day, go look for fairies. Anytime you're outside, really, but. Well, yeah, yeah, anytime, but wouldn't that be a fun thing to do with kids? And actually, if you're a grown ass adult, go look look for fairies. Look for the fairies. (laughs) So another thing I just want to remind people that this is supposed to be a joyous thing. It's supposed to be a joyous celebration, right? It's a way to actually honor this time, celebrate this time. And so even if you're like, um, okay, I think you're both have lost it and they're, I'm not going to look for any effing fairies, then what brings you joy, right? Absolutely. Or creating it, you know, because this time of year, you know, we're, we're starting to see changes, you know, so we had the spring equinox and things started to get warmer and 
and sunnier and lighter longer. But mm-hmm. now at this time in the year, we're starting to see the changes. And so when it comes to you personally, or even as we were just kind of talking about with our personal exterior surroundings, you can choose your changes, right? Like this is the time of year to choose the change you want to see that you want to help nurture and grow throughout the yeah. year. So whether it's internal or external. Well, and I loved it too, the fact that you were like, it's time to be more, like, this is the time to be more extroverted to actually do that. So I had written in here, like, it's time to wake up, right? I mean, it is time. I mean, obviously when we think of spring, like that's when we think of waking up, but especially here in the Northern, you know, we're in Minnesota, like you can say March 21st is spring, but it it's sure not. doesn't look like spring. Like, I still haven't done my spring cleaning. And I think <laughs> yeah. the month of April is going to be spring cleaning that the last <laughs> week of the month, I'm just going to, every day will be something or every day will be a room. Yeah. Because um, then come May, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to be spring cleaning outside and planting outside. Yes. Yeah. I, I love that. Getting more extroverted. Cause I definitely, I've been hesitant, especially with the pandemic. I have a little bit of that anxiety. I forget the term that they're using to talk about it, but like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm not done hiding out yet. <laughs> like, there's a little bit of anxiety yeah. entering the world. And, and so I like that it's corresponding with spring. Cause it's kind of a natural coming out period to begin with. Right. And, so, and the fact that you can, just to be around people again, you can do it outside. So you feel like you have a little bit more control over the situation, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is time to wake up. So, so what, what can I do when I wake up? Because I got to <laughs> tell you, I did not have the glow up, the brighten up I envisioned in 2020. I did not use my time well. And that's okay. We Some of us needed to cocoon. Um, I it's have a, absolutely okay. Yeah, I don't I think any of us says, used it. Um, you know, we're all, and from a spirituality perspective, you know, we're all kind of going through an awakening to begin with and, and mm-hmm. the greater community as a whole is in, in some very practical ways. But, you know, when you go into your cocoon, when you're the caterpillar turning into the butterfly, you have to turn to goo first. And so if you're- Oh dear God. Right? And it probably doesn't feel very good. So that's part of being goo, right? <laughs> Yeah, it feels off. And and so if you're still feeling gooey, that's okay. But like, as you turn into this butterfly, Amy's going to tell us some stuff we can do when we break out. (laughs) Well, honestly, you just said it too before, like go outside, just be outside, look around, listen to the birds, look at the clouds, just be outside, be with nature, go for a walk. You don't have to be playing volleyball, going for a run. You don't have to join a group activity. Just go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And absolutely. I don't know what that word was. Absolutely. I'm not sure what I was trying to say, <laughs> but, but the cool thing is right now. Um, and certainly as we move closer to summer, more and more people are outside. So you get those nice little interactions yesterday on my walk. I three three toddlers were like, ah, ah. I was like, I would, I totally would, but I don't think your parents want me to (laughs) like, I've never had that many kids be interested in me. It was just, it was phenomenal. So that's another good way to wake up. If you know any toddlers, that's awesome. And of course, you know, it seems counterintuitive when we talk about waking up, when I say meditate, but 
spiritually wake up. Spiritually wake up. I I swear every single episode, I'm just going to say you have to meditate. You have to. <laughs> so um, lately, I have, and I'm not saying I'm great because there's plenty of times like I would meditate once a week or, you know, I, you know, something like that. But this last month I started doing something that was, it was like a 21 day thing. It wasn't like a 21 day thing. It was a 21 day thing. And I did it every day and then just continued on it. And I'm on day 26 of meditating every day. So in in Kundalini yoga, they have Uh different, um, not levels, but just kind of goals. And so there's a 30 day and a 90 day, and then there's like an entire year. And I did the 30 day and felt great. And was Uh like, I'm going to do the 90 day. It was hard. It was hard. There's like a point of struggle and that's and so interesting. That, I think that's why they chose those numbers is because some of them are going to be really attainable and feel good. But if there isn't that struggle, there's not going to be growth, right? Oh, right. Like you can't be good at something without being bad. You can't have change in your life without experiencing, um, not necessarily bad, but like it just has, you have to work at it. You have to, it has to challenge mm-hmm. you a little bit. And so there was like a three week period where I really had to be like, no, I am dedicated to this and I am seeing how it is helping me. And then sure so that struggle it lasted was. a while. It did. It did. And like, I was in, you know, I had gotten past the 21 days of like building a habit, you know, and I had it in my schedule and I took it seriously. And then there just got, there, there was a point where I had to work for it. Um, uh-huh. And then I got to the 90 days and I was like, okay, I'm done. I don't know how people do this for a year. <laughs> like, And sometimes with Kundalini, like certain Kriyas and, and mantras and meditations and the things that you're doing are, are for a specific purpose, right? Uh-huh. Like the one I was doing was planting a seed in me. So I'm also kind of curious if maybe I didn't start it at the right time, or maybe if my seed was like day 60, we're planted, we're good, we're fine. <laughs> and so, yeah, so you know, interesting. Was the struggle, the the meditation, I partly the meditation I chose, partly the time of year, is it just built into it? But it's definitely something that should be a daily practice. Um, and, and there's a difference between like, oh, I have to work at something I want and this doesn't feel good anymore. So please mm-hmm. don't, you know, and listen to yourself. Don't, you know, as much as Amy and I just said, you have to meditate, like maybe you need a day off. That's cool. <laughs> well, and also maybe your meditation. I mean, some people, um, I feel meditation is different for different people, right? There's traditional meditation, but sometimes it just doesn't work for people. There's walking meditation. There is just sitting and looking out the window or sitting outside and watching the birds, but not, you know, as long as you're disconnected from your task oriented. Yes. Yeah. Then, then I think that maybe that's your meditation. Um, I still would challenge people to try to meditate. Um, and if you have a hard time with it to do a guided meditation, because well, sometimes I was that doing can help was over 21 minutes long. Cause also in Kundalini, there's certain time points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
either depending on the meditation or the person, you know, I brought up previously Kundalini life path numbers, like they have recommendations for the length of meditations that works for certain people. Um, so for me, that was also the greater challenge was if I didn't do it in the morning and then I had a long day and I'm walking in the door at 1030 at night and it's like, oh crap, I got to fit in this 21 minute meditation before midnight. And I just want to lay down and I can't tell you the amount of times I was like, oh, I'm just going to close my eyes and rest for 10 minutes. There's no way you're getting off the couch to meditate after you've like, let yourself fall asleep essentially. And so that was also the challenge for me. And so like, you can do a five minute meditation, like you you can do meditations that work for your life you can do a two-minute meditation meditation (laughs) yes you just sit the other thing too with meditation you do not have to be sitting cross-legged you know straight up you can be in you could be in a lazy boy and do it um and i have but um yeah, I think that there's just sometimes we set up all these like weird rules around stuff that we've heard about. And yeah, I, I'm sure many people do meditate that way. That's just, I, I just don't, I As don't. With every, what resonate, what's fits for you. Mm-hmm. But this time of year though, is it's a good time for a spiritual rededication and spiritual reconnecting or spiritual connecting, you know, the light is shining greater connect to your own light. I, I have a, a, a yoga, a Kundalini yoga instructor who recently started talking about it as connect to your own personal star in the cosmos, the one that was born when you were born. Oh, that's giving me so many chills. And it's just <laughs> like, let's say I do just need like a quick, you know, 60 second meditation or I'm feeling disconnected or I just want a little mini brighten up during the day. Just picturing that star and picturing that white light, you know, being poured over in, into the crown of your head and just filling, filling your body. Mm-hmm. Like that's such a simple meditation. And it just I love it. that. And it's my personal star that was born the same day I was born. Like, it's just, it's a great thing to connect to. I can't wait to introduce myself <laughs> to my personal star. <laughs> and these are my plants. <laughs> <laughs> and these are the fairies yeah exactly because you, know, you brought it you you've brought up community a few times too so another I don't I don't think I brought this up during our kindness episode but another way that you can both feel good and help your community is picturing your friends your family your neighbors your colleague just picturing light pouring on them it's not necessarily coming from you. It can, if that's what gives you power and strength Mm -hmm. and happiness, but just picturing light around the people around you. You know, we talk about you, you get to bless your house by cleaning it. You can also envision your entire house being filled with light. Like that's Mm -hmm. a great way to kind of connect. Um, Every morning I, that's, I visualize every morning I visualize uh, white light around um, each. It goes by age. So it's the oldest to the, and then to the grandchild. So, yep. White light gets put around all of them. (laughs) Amazing. But now you fill your whole house too. I love that. And you know what? You could, you can visualize yours just like you just said with your personal star. And then you connect that out to the community, your community. Right. Yeah. Obviously connect with your friends like this, this, I know I know we've like, I am so tired of zoom, uh, happy hours and things like that. We literally Long can't zoom. I <laughs> Sorry, Amy. I, <laughs> I 
I'm kidding. You're I so didn't mean this. With you. I didn't mean when here I am like, I didn't mean you. <laughs> no, but I feel like to see me in person. Okay. Yeah, we can't wait. No, we can't wait to see each other in person. <laughs> Be able to do something in person. Um, we talked about it before, check in with your goals and dreams, right? Rededicate yourself, look at them. Heck, you know what? You know what you can do? Wake yourself up. Okay, you check in with your goals or dreams or, you know, rewrite them, right? Like find beautiful paper, find really cool pens, like make a whole ritual out of it. Of- within a, like 10 days of Beltane, I think is the new moon. So when you write your new moon intentions, they recommend writing them beautifully on beautiful pieces of paper and that when they come true, don't just cross them off. Like, Oh, I received this rewrite it on more beautiful paper, (laughs) but like what a way to recommit to you, to the universe and just treat your goals, you know, revere them and, and, and respect them and and be excited about them. Like, yes, I love that. I, you know, I had a, I wrote this down once. I don't, I'm not sure if this connects or not, but, but I was thinking about this. Like, what if we treated our goals, dreams, ideas, like babies, right? You'd pay attention to them. You'd you nurture them. them. You, yes, absolutely. You be mean to them. No, <laughs> you, right. You would do everything for them. And so if you can try and picture them, like, these are my babies, right? It's time to nurture them. Time to pay attention. This makes me think of, um, you know, mid nineties, Tamagotchis, you know, like, Oh yeah. Think of your goals as little Tamagotchis, little digital things. Maybe animal crossing is something similar. I've never played, but like you have to feed them. You have to check in on them daily. You have to clean them. You have to look at them. Like maybe your goal is a baby goat, right? Maybe it's not a baby, (laughs) but it's a baby goat. And you're like, I'm going to treat this baby goat so great. Your goals, ladies and gentlemen. Like this is <laughs> I think it should be a thing. I, I really do. That. Like I do. It's taking your vision board and bringing it into the 4D, right? Like it's it's envisioning your goals as I like, love it. As, as an entity, as something that needs taking care of. Yeah. Not just an end goal to reach. Yeah. But it's actually really, really active. I like that. Cool. That, so, so when I prepared for this show a little bit, I have a Sabbath's almanac. Nice. Talks about each of yeah. Them. And one of the things they said for this year is it's a great time of year to claim your whole self. Oh boy, I tell you, just inhaled real deep. Yeah. <laughs> because what's, I guess I'm just going all in on this episode. I've got the fairies and the people talking to me in dreams. And so lately what's happening in my meditations is I, I, I meet things, I meet people. Um, and I am represented in my meditation as three people and so I'm like there and then the other two come and then we're, we like, we're all together and, and hug and, and then we're very happy together. And, and I don't know what this is. Okay. But one is dressed completely in black and the other one is dressed in white. 
And I know that that just seems very obvious. It's like, what? Oh, what do you think it is? Well, I think it's shadows. I don't know. <laughs> you do know. You're just, you're not seeing, you're not, you're, you're going all in and you're holding back. I'm watching you laughing. I'm like, you're, you're describing what it is. And then you interrupt yourself with your, I don't know. So do you think it's your sh- shadow and light? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. My first image is Mother Maiden Crone. That well, okay. In the future Mother so, current. Let me tell you. Is white. Yes, let me tell you. Crone is like going hard because another person who I meet, who actually told me their name, I won't. I'm not going to repeat it here. Who is definitely a crone and wears. It's almost. I don't know what the costume, what, what it is, but it looks very folk, very, um, and she takes me across this bridge and brings me into this house and we look at things and she's always trying to tell me things and I can't hear her yet, (laughs) but, but I could hear her name. And so that's crone. Another thing I have this whole idea about so we've gone way off topic here. No, we have not. This is our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we are in it. So, so I absolutely love Mother Maiden Crone because another thing that I'm just going to say that the woman dressed all in black always has a witch's hat on. You also going by the colors, like I don't know about the folksy or you, but it, it could also be the four directions. Like these are very clearly guides. And it's aspects of yourself combined with a guide. So that that's amazing. We'll definitely, we need to have a dreams episode, um, but, and a guide. Well, these are meditation. These come to me in my meditation, not in my dreams. Okay. These but are in my meditation. These are very clearly your guides then. Right. Um, so one of the things you can do for guides, I don't know if you already do it, but you can set intentions you know, before your meditation, Mm -hmm. um, or one that I like recently is before bed is just universe, please reveal to me what I need to see. So I've had some pretty intense moments after amazing Kundalini sessions, um, where I've gone home and like, I've just gone to lay down and take like a 20 minute nap. And I just get all these images at like a flip book pace or, um, somebody talking, but I can't understand it or it's just too fast and it's just too much. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've had, you know, coaches and other people tell me, you know, tell them slow down. (laughs) Like I am human. Slow (laughs) down, please. Slow (laughs) it down. Give me one thing. Can I, can I know? (laughs) That reminds me of Carrie from sex in the city where she says, I'm an American to the the one person who's like sweeping her off her feet and dancing around this fountain. She's like, I'm an American. You have to stop. (laughs) But I mean, that's the great thing with this time of year though, is, um, you know, your spirituality can kind of be reawakening and reblooming and things like that too. So whether you have your guides, whether you meditate, or you just like to pray and talk to your to your angels. It's, it's a really good time of year for that cosmic bee, I guess. Yeah. Well, and speaking of cosmic stuff, yeah. I started to look at astrologically what was going on and not, I'm not an astrologer, but I, we're a fan. <laughs> I'm an astrology fan. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, 
and usually all the astrologers I listened to, Tracy found him first and then sent him to me. <laughs> and you, you deep dive and listen way more than I do. <laughs> I, I casually pass and find these things. And then I talk to you and it's like, oh, wow, you know, wow, you caught up real fast. <laughs> so anyways, I was looking at like what's happening right now. So yeah. we're, we're going to be going into Taurus. Around um, April 23rd-ish something yeah some, somewhere around there and, affects it, so it's a little different year to year but yeah it is that. I was actually not this not today years old but I was last year's year old when I found out that leaf year actually affects when the anyways <laughs> um so not only are we going to go into Taurus season but then Venus who rules Taurus will be in Taurus from like sometimes towards the end of April, um, to May 9th. And we are officially Venus and Taurus right now, right now we are, you're right. Oh, so we're recording this April, mid April. Yeah. Um, but as of like April 13th, Venus entered Taurus. Okay. So Taurus is like comfort. It is someone at your house. There's a bug and I couldn't tell from no. where my window is. Is it outside? Like I'm oh. looking at, is it outside? And then I was like, no, it is three inches from your forehead. No. <laughs> I took a moment. I can't So Amy caught me looking away. I took a moment to just be like, what kind of bug do I need to react to this? I was just nervous that someone was walking around upstairs at your house, fairies or oh, something. Sure. So, so Taurus is all about like, comfort and um, sensuality. And by sensuality, I mean your senses. Like, does this feel good to touch? Does it taste good? Is it um, pleasing? Does it smell good? Like all of that. Um, Loves to be home, loves comfort. And then Venus is all about beauty and love. And so I just thought, wow, this is like a perfect combination for Beltane. And it, I just felt like it would be super fun to just kind of bring them together. So then I was thinking like, okay, what could I do to sort of honor both of those? And so I was thinking of like, like a cleansing ritual. So like maybe what? A bath, a good meal, like. Yes. Like a a really good good bath luxurious where bath. a luxurious like bath you with no candles. yes you, candles. you have one of those lights that like puts the cosmos on your ceiling good oh, music no all in essential oils yeah do it yes yes and either epsom salts or sea salts so that's really good cleansing um you know uh do maybe do some sage and open your windows. And then afterwards do some Palo Santo to bring the good stuff in in there. Oh, yes. Um, I think it's time to just double down on self-care, right? I think Taurus and Venus, it's like, take care of you. Cause then when you take care of you, you can take care of other people. Exactly. Um, I've started to wear, I started to, um, well, I, I've started, I'm not wearing a necklace today, but I have started to wear necklaces. And then of course I'm wearing my bracelets and every day I wear this one that my sister gave me, it says you are magic on it. So I'm just reminding myself that I'm magic. I'm 
I'm like wearing rings and so Taurus and- is an earth sign. So it makes sense. It's very grounded, but then it's also, you have stones on you quite literally the earth. Yeah. That yeah. Very well. Yeah. I love that. Um, I don't know. We already talked about rewriting the goals on pretty paper because Taurus and Venus would love that. I mean, both <laughs> as part of a daily practice for just this time of year, um, but also especially for the actual May day, just dance and, you know, dance like no one's watching. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if, if you can, you can, I mean, obviously pick, it's about you, like you said, self-care. So pick your favorite song, the one that you can just jump around your house to or, or whatnot, but pick something with drums, you know, pick, pick something that's really, uh, not necessarily, I don't want to say tribal, but like that gets you in your body. You know, I, the one I like is called God. And, oh, I, I thought I had it queued up here. Who's okay. I just have to say that that gets you in your body, you in your body. Yeah. It's not about the movement. It's not about the lyrics. You're feeling it, but you're present in your body. But the song I would recommend kind of starting with is the title is God and it's by the underlying stars. And quite honestly, the entire album would be good for this type of exercise, but just moving and moving your whole body and not thinking too much about it and just getting the habit of it. I mean, do it at least one song daily, but if you could do it for like 20 minutes or like make kind of a ritual out of it or before yeah. your bath or after your bath, like so your body. I will your say I need to do it more often. And I even gave myself a um a reminder that every day dance at 11 and every day it comes up and I'm like, I can't do that right now. So I'm going to recommit to that because right now I'm only dancing maybe once a week. And that's when I clean my house and I've got the music blasting. And then all of a sudden I'm just like sliding across the floor. (laughs) But here's the thing with dancing. Like every time I do it, I'm like, oh, I feel so good. And I love this. And it makes me so happy. So I'm not going to do it again until next week. Like, what is that? (laughs) Well, and especially like, let's say you're like me and you're someone who's more anxious or you're just very much in your head. You know, like I I once had an intuitive be like, oh, you spend all your time in your head. You spend too much time in your head. And I just looked at him and said, where do other people spend their time? (laughs) And he's like, that's such an in your head question to ask. And I was like, you can't tell someone who's in their head that they spend too much time there and then not tell them what to do. Think about it. Right. And not tell me what to do. But so what I've since learned is you have your head and your heart, but you have your body. And so one of the things you can do, especially if you're anxious, is they say to, uh, for at least three minutes, dance with your hands over your head. Oh yeah. You told us that once. Yeah. Before. So, let's say you just, somebody, you can just shake it out, but at least three minutes. So that's why dance is easy. Cause you can put on, you know, Katy Perry and just hop around your bathroom before a shower. And um, so why, why with the I don't hands? know. I think it's something with your central nervous system that okay. it helps move the blood around, um, helps get you out of your head, get you more okay. in your body. But it, I have found it to be very, I'm not going to say calming, but resetting and energizing. Definitely resetting and energizing. It's I amazing. EDM music. Diplo is great for this. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm 62. What did you just say? 
EDM music, which is but electronic it's... dance music. Oh, okay. So like the <laughs> unz, 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 but better. It's much better these days. But Diplo is an artist. So if you okay, Diplo, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> another another term you can search for that I know like Sirius XM has and Spotify and Pandora is BPM. It stands for beats per minute. So I first learned about it when I started getting into running that if you figure out your optimal beats per minute, finding and making playlists that match that help motivate, you know, and connect that mind, body, heart or soul and and moving. And so I found the same for just music to dance to like there's music that is beats per minute is usually it's, it's a beat. It's not going to have like pop music has a chorus and it, you know, it has, it ebbs and it flows and, right. and you, you know, sometimes it kind of changes how you're moving, but like EDM music, like the bass might drop, but that just makes you go harder. Like, <laughs> it's just- well, I think I told you, I told and told everyone else who listened about the ecstatic wave. I think that's what it was called. And it's a, uh, it's, it's listed as like, uh, uh, an exercise video, it's a video DVD. Um, there I go again, being my 62 year old <laughs> self. <laughs> um, so it's called, I think that's what it's called ecstatic wave. And it is like drum beat and just like, oh, it gets in your body yeah. and you, the cool thing is, is that, yeah, there's people on the screen dancing and you can just do whatever the hell you want, but you are moving. And, and honestly, like, remember when you were a kid and you'd put on the skirt that really flew around when you danced, like do that, get something fun on. That's going to like yeah. flip around when you're dancing. Grab some flags, get some fabric. Oh, ribbons. I, those remember those ones too that you could twirl around with the yeah. isn't that an Olympic From event? Like rhythmic gymnastics, the rhythmic yes. Gymnastic. Well, and also, gymnastics. like let's say you're not like me and you don't, you know, want to rave <laughs> to feel like you're in your body. There's <laughs> you know, the more sensual, traditional sensual music, or even just you know, things like the deep focus playlist on Spotify. Um where it's a little bit more, you know, like sounds of thunder, you know, with like some orchestral music behind it and things like yeah. that. Like there's, there's no right or wrong way to do it, but yeah, get out of, get out of your head, get in your body, just move it around where, you know, like something that feels good to use, whether it's silky or soft or nothing yeah. at all, like just yeah. embrace it. Maybe I mean, this, I- this time of year was, you know, maypole dances and like all the phallic stuff around it like it used to some cultures some people thought of the pagans as like it's debauchery it's orgies and and it's about the fertility and the newness of the year so have fun with it like embrace your debauchery (laughs) embrace it but in but in 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 um Oh, never mind. I distracted oh. you with the- yeah, with the debauchery. <laughs> with the debauchery. <laughs> Anyways, well, that got me thinking too about things like so the sensual things, right? That we're talking about, like make yourself a delicious meal and have dessert. Have dessert. Have Sleep a bean. Yeah. Take a nap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After you meditate, take a nap. <laughs> Anyways, I just, you know, I want to um, make sure that that we just take the time to 
consider the time of the year, right? So intentionally just take the time to actually honor the time of the year. Um, and, um, and it's enjoy okay. it because the it next is. weeks will go real fast. And it will. Height of summer solstice before you know it. I know. The other thing that I want to remind people is that even during difficult, challenging times, it's okay to still look for the joy and the happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, did the universe have any thoughts on this topic? The universe had a couple of thoughts. <laughs> Two cards flew out. Shocking. Yeah. (laughs) So um, the first one is the queen of pentacles. It shows a queen with a crown sitting on a throne and she's gazing down at the coin at the pentacle. Um, Yes. Very large coin. One of the things with this card is up around the top of the card. Um blooms are flowers and leaves. And there is, there's a part of this card that just kind of reminds you of the Empress card, which of course is all about like birthing new ideas and creativity. And so the queen is about those things as well. She's sensuous and creative. Um, there's even, there's a rabbit who's kind of How sweet. I don't, a little rabbit. Oh, Do yeah. I have the right corner? Yeah. So, which of course is another, you know, spring fertility sign. Um, Pentacles are an earth sign card. Exactly. So that earth, it's almost like she's an earth mother. Um, Her throne, the back of her throne has, it looks like pears, but there's fruit. And then there's like a cherub behind her. So it's all about this, this growing and birthing. And I just loved it. The more I looked at it, the more I loved it. And then in, in one of the books that I've got the diamond tarot, it says the more we accept and celebrate our lives, the more love and security we can give. I love that. How many people get the thing that they worked for the thing they hope for the thing they wish for, and then spend their time worrying about how they're going to lose it or mess it up or how it's going to be taken. Oh gosh. Don't sit in it and celebrate it and and just experience it while they have it. That is such a good point. And that goes back to the whole thing of like, take the time to honor this and to sit in it and to celebrate it. And like you said, um, I feel like that happens so often. And I think that if we stood back and looked at our own lives, like how long do we actually give ourselves to celebrate something and to be happy about something? And I know it's not what this episode is about, but let's say you experience those moments. Turn that worry into gratitude instead. You know, take a second, acknowledge the worry, you know, say, yep, you're valid. I hear you. I see you. But in this moment right now, I am grateful for, and then just sit in that gratitude. And such a good point. That is such a great point. Because that's what the the queen of pentacles, kind of like the nine of pentacles. I equate them very similarly Mm -hmm. because it's about you've earned this and this is you, you know, enjoying what you have earned. Oh yeah. Look at her lovingly looking down at her pentacle, right? She is enjoying it and, and just taking it all in. 
The second card that the universe wanted us to have was the 10 of cups. This is a happy, joyous card as well. Look at that happy, joyous family. And there's a rainbow up above them. And that's where the 10 cups are. Um, mean in celebrating spring. Yes. All the land in front of them. And the thing about this card is that I want people, even though it says, Oh, happy family. It's like family, of course, is anything that you make family to be. Maybe family is your pet baby goat. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's so family can be anything that you create it to be. Um, so that sort of goes back to the community again, right? Um, joyous celebration and gratitude. I literally wrote that down. So there we go again with gratitude and celebration. Um, and once again, once you filled your cup, you can fill others. Cups, right? So kindness, blessings, it kind of goes back to the episode that we did on being a blessing to other people. And then this diamond tarot little book, it's a little teeny tiny book that I have. I'm telling you, it was hitting on all cylinders. Mm -hmm. What they had to say was everything is present here and now simply accept the gift of life. Wow. That fits so well. Yeah. Well, it's amazing. So, so what while, you got to tell us about next week? While we're feeling grateful and accepting <laughs> the gift of life in the here and now, I wanted to talk about a, a new term I heard, glimmers. Just, so, yeah, we're often, we're really prone to notice and be on the lookout for the things that trigger us. And, and that's a natural form of defense. It makes sense. It's the same reason why, you know, like I was talking about before, you get something you want and then you're panicked about how to keep it, you know, and you're worried about losing it. Um, but so as the sun starts to shine more brightly and then we start to recognize and lift up and live from our own golden shadows, uh, we're going to talk about ways you can look for those things, those glimmers, the things that inspire or trigger your bright and shiny moments instead. I love it because I feel like it goes so well with the things we've been talking about and it feels connected to your golden shadow. I, I, I don't know. It was supposed to be part of that episode, but we talked too much just about golden shadows. So it's, it has to become its own. It does. Yeah. We are so often triggered by things, um, our own things, other people's Mm -hmm. things, things people are trying to trigger in us and I like that thought of just trying to be more intentional with our thoughts and, and what we're looking for. It's kind of, you know, you know, a lot of people harp on people who see repeating numbers as well. If, if you're looking for it, of course, you're going to see it. You know, we've mentioned it before. I forget what the phenomenon is called, but let's say I wanted to buy an orange car because not a lot of people had the orange rust colored Chevy cars. And then as soon as I decide that, or as soon as I get it, now all I see is that kind of car and that mm-hmm. kind of color and it feels like everybody has it. And so it's really easy for people to be like, oh, well, of course you saw 1111. You're looking for it everywhere. Cool. It makes me feel good. That's my rumor. <laughs> <laughs> so it's broadening that to just other things. And, and it's not about toxic positivity, but it's looking for the good things in life. It's looking for things that'll make you smile. It's again, just trying to be intentional with your thoughts and just noticing more of what's around you. I mean, and they say like the human brain picks up just like a minuscule percent of what we're actually seeing in the world. It's the reason why we dream. It's our brains filtering everything we actually picked up and our conscious minds just did not pay attention to. So let's focus 
our you know minuscule brain attention and power that we have on to nice shiny things <laughs> i love nice shiny things <laughs> and if you love this episode if it spoke to you or your soul share it with a friend um, and if you have time, give us some love on your preferred platform um, with a rate review and subscribe. You can also reach out to us via Instagram and YouTube under the Brightly Podcast or via email at brightlypodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we hope you have a bright and beautiful day. Bye. Bye.